You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, a very happy Monday morning to you. Great way to start the week. Start your Monday. It's the only way to start your Monday, am I right? Pretty much. How are you? I'm very well, Bayside. Hope you're doing well. Bianco, don't even have to ask. There is a lot of colour happening in front of me. I know. I'm sparing a thought for my Geelong friends as well by wearing grey to complement the yellow and black. Look, I mean, I think it's probably going to be our most upbeat weekend wrap in some time, guys. Congratulations, by the way. I want to credit myself for your win. Um, even I watched the second half, which is just unheard of. For I've got me. no idea what you're talking about. I just want to celebrate. We are the storm from Melbourne Town. We'll blow the others off the ground. We are the storm and we're number one. Well done to the Melbourne Storm. Well I don't done. know. I don't know what else you're talking about. No. I, I wouldn't know. How weird. Isn't there like no sport on now for a while? For a little while, yeah. Wow. And we'll get into the A-League season, the football, the round ball, and we've got cricket. Cricket starts up pretty quickly. Sheffield Shield's happening as it is already. It's the state team. So, anyway, we're not here to talk sport. Please, sport's done. No, please. Sport's done for yep. a lot of people. Our quota of all sports talk, done for the day. Anyway, we should get into our brekkie bang, I please, reckon. Please, let's do it. No. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's time that we get into this. Let's do it. And I did say off air, I feel almost like last weekend, the one that's just been, was your weekend. No, no, I want to know what you got up to, please. Fine. Um, How was your weekend? Well, we're going to talk about it a little bit later. Friday night was a bit weird because a friend of mine was like, hey, you should watch this movie. And I was like, okay. And it's one from our past. And let's just say, absolute cringe fest. But on Saturday, because obviously the weather was bad, you couldn't really do much, and Mm. it was grand final day, had a bit of a household function, just with the people in my household. Oh, that's good. There was a grazing board involved. Yeah. A couple of games. And then it got to a point where even I watched the footy, the second half. I'm glad you did. Yeah, I think I was the lucky charm, to be honest. You're welcome. No, you can pay me later. I'm not going to go that far. Um, Yeah, but other than that, it was just a real cruisy sort of weekend, you know, getting ready for the week ahead. Because all of a sudden now, everything's sort of happening all at once. Yeah. The calendar's getting full. It was just a lot of organising and getting stuff ready. Mm. So, yeah. Anyway, go on. I want to hear about your weekend. Oh, I just had a really nervous wait all day Saturday. <laughs> it was rough, wasn't it? It was a hot... Like, the build-up was massive. Yeah, I know a lot of Richmond supporters, and they were all doing the same thing, where they were trying to act all cool, calm, and collected on the surface. But underneath, they were just freaking out. And a lot of Richmond supporters... They felt like they had to re-wear what they did last year and okay. the last time we won a grand final. I was going to ask you about this because you're the only person I know, Bianco. No, I'm not the only one. I know a lot of other people that did the same thing. Who sat in their household in a full suit <laughs> to watch the footy. I had to. It was just the fear of wearing something different. I also couldn't wear jocks that were the colour of Geelong. <laughs> I had to stay clear of Geelong colours. I had a choice. When I went to have a shower, I was like, right. I'm not going to wear the colours of Geelong because that's going to be bad, bad karma, bad vibes. So I made the right decision. Anyway, no, all credit. I have to just say a big congratulations to Geelong on their season because at halftime I was genuinely worried. I was going to message you, but I wanted to live, so I decided not to. Thankfully, Dusty kicked that goal on halftime and the rest was history. Just, yeah. Otherwise, it would have been a very different show this morning, guys. I, I'm would, I you. told you, 
on Friday I was not going to show up. If we lost, I couldn't show myself. Jack did make it very clear that you couldn't chuck a sickie for that. However, he even said to me he's so relieved that Richmond won for that reason. I honestly, I would have pulled a sickie, just for the record. Jack would have co-hosted with you. I couldn't I, I couldn't do it. No, see, Bayside's just not ready for that, I don't think. A breakfast show with you and Jack. Not that early in the he morning. He wouldn't show up. You'd have to do it solo. <laughs> but I am very glad and happy for you, Bianca, as much as it pains me. But um, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens next year. So glad the Storm won. Really? That's the great... The best That's the real up. win. Of That's you. the real win from the weekend. I don't, I don't know about that other team. No. Nah. But yeah, Bayside, let us know. 0404000736. What did you get up to on the weekend? How are you all holding up? It was a joyous weekend. Yeah. I don't want to dwell on it too much, but I want to know when you've got emotional <laughs> over something you've watched on the television. Could it be anything? No, I... no, 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 no. When have you gotten emotional on something on the television in a full-fledged suit <laughs> in the comfort of your own home and then put it on social media and deafen all your followers? I didn't deafen all my followers. That was very loud. No, it wasn't. It was very loud. I accidentally had my phone hooked up to a speaker. Oh, are you kidding? It was very loud. Why did you have to play that on a speaker for? I didn't know it was coming. <laughs> um, quite the shock. Laz would have been happy. Hello though. to all my neighbours who heard that. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I don't like neighbours. I've put it on the record before. <laughs> oh, did you get a little teary watching did, them? No, no. I, I never get teary. No, I just want to know. I'd love to love to hear when you've gotten emotional. Could have been over something sport-related. Could have been over a movie or a oh. TV series coming to an end. You know what's getting me at the moment? What? <laughs> Which is so weird because I only watch like reality TV really. Yeah. I've been watching Gogglebox a fair bit right. when it's on. Don't tell me you cry when they cry. Yes! Oh. <laughs> because the thing is, what I love about Gogglebox is I don't have the attention span to really invest in a new show. So it's uh. great because you get sort of the sample of whether I want to watch it or not. But they're doing this thing at the moment, Bianco, where they get like two lighthearted things and then they just go real emotional. And I could be watching what could be an hour show that they're covering, yeah. maybe like five minutes, three minutes of it, bawling, absolutely bawling. So that's what I'm getting emotional that's about That's from at the watching people watching TV. Yeah. You bawl your eyes out watching people watch TV. It's wow. a weird Matrix thing. Wow. But yeah, I'll be emotional about like the show, but then I'll see people's like emotions and then that gets me emotional. It's like, oh, it's a mess. I actually, On Thursday night, I go to bed exhausted. I cannot believe that. Yeah, it's a lot. That That is a lot to process. That and um, commercials that people don't understand. Oh my God, no. <laughs> no, you're not one of those people as well, are you? It depends. Like I could be one of those people. I could have a really horrible day, be able to just be chill about it. Be able to go about my life, and then two weeks later, I'll see an ad, and I'll just lose it. <laughs> it's is quite bizarre. It's not healthy, I'm sure. No, but um, no, yes, I, no, I can me. I can picture it right now. You were there, sitting there watching television, and all of a sudden, Joni hasn't gone down to the shops in a little while. <laughs> no, but today, she's taking a big step in her life. It's only been six months, but she's going to break through, and she's going to. Push past the fact that the sun shines a lot. She's going to reach those shops. And we're going to get through this together. And as the sun creeps through and goes onto her eyes, there's some fear through Joni. She hasn't done this in six months. But she can see the good. 
the good of it. Go, Joni. You can do this. The shops, they're just, they're right at the end of the corner. And sure enough, Joni walks outside. Go, Joni. Go, Joni. And she's going to reach that shop that she hasn't been to in six months because the five-kilometre zone just hit her real hard. So glad for Joni. She reached that shop. I'm still recovering from the last segment, Bianco. Why? Because <laughs> he just tore my heart apart. Well, you said you get emotional <laughs> over those ads you see on television that just speak about life stories, so I thought I'd go into a Yeah, well, life that story. story really just sat with me then. Oh, hang on a second. I'm no, got... please don't. <laughs> Joni's coming back. <laughs> Joni's just returned from the shops after six months. It was a real struggle for her, but she came out okay. Oh, good. She got her condiments and she got her confectionery. And now she's going to go back to the shops because Joni Joni has a fear of buying milk. However, she's going to go up to that fridge and she's going to get that milk. All right, all right, all right. Okay. I just wanted the resolution. I feel a lot better for that. Thank you. You're welcome. But hey. Because it makes you feel better. You don't buy milk. <laughs> no. Oat milk only, guys. Yeah, that's it. Um, hey, Halloween is this week. Joni's coming out for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, gonna, no. Tune in on Friday. We're going to hear about her crippling fear of trick or treaters. She's going to give us an update of how 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 it went down when she watched Hubie Halloween, the new Adam Sandler film. Oh god, that's scary <laughs> enough in itself. Anyway, a lady has found herself in a situation where Halloween has come early, Bianco, mm. because she had the house to herself, which is unheard of in these times. Well, that's creepy. And she was like, you know what? I'm going to make the most of this opportunity. Yep. I'm going to take some selfies of my fresh new sunglasses. And right. she has, right? <laughs> right? And they're the reflective aviator type, so you can kind of see the person you're talking to, or in this occasion, she can see the phone. Yeah. What's happened is she's gone to edit said selfies, because, you know... New glasses, new me. As you do. And she's realised that there are two people reflected in her glasses. Oh, no. She was home alone, but there was a man and a child in her hallway. What? Two yeah. people. So, we're not talking about her and somebody else that is no, like no, a no, reflection. No. Two so, people. Three people on the same photo. No. So, yeah. So, it's her face. Yeah. But if you look in the lenses of her glasses... There is a man and a little boy just chilling in her hallway. Could you even imagine? And she's got three kids. One, I think, was two. The other's a teenager. So they were all at school. The other one was at, like, preschool or whatever. So she was home alone, Bianco. Mm. And then all of a sudden she sees these two new people. Like, no. What do you do with those situations? And then when she was asked, because obviously this is blown up online. Yeah. They said, well, how do you feel about this? And she goes, oh, you know, I've always had a real sense for, like, the spirits and stuff, so it doesn't scare me. I think it's just rude that they didn't ask to come first. So they've, like, gatecrashed her time alone. Do you believe in spirits? Do you believe in ghosts? I think there's something there. Yeah. Like, sometimes you'll see, like, a little flash of something. You're like, what is that? Or when you take photos and there's orbs in the photos. Have you had that happen? Not often. That's weird. It used to happen with the old cameras. Like, I'm talking... What do they call those? Disposable ones. Yeah. When you use disposable ones, because the flash would be really awkward. 
So you'd think it'd be an orb or something, but it'd just be you holding it yeah. the wrong way. But how creepy. I'd be calling Ghostbusters. That's pretty creepy, but you know what else is creepy? What's that? At my house lately, I feel like something might be taking over my house a little bit. Is it the ghost of um, Premiership Past? Could be. Could be. I don't know. But lately, I've noticed in the kitchen at a particular time, there's a creak. Like a, It sounds like somebody's walking on the floorboards in the kitchen. You know what that is? What's that? That's the remnants of the eight-year-old bolognese in the fridge. <laughs> the Sultana bread's yeah. come back. The nine-year-old Sultana brand. I had so much potential, damn it. That's what uh, that is. Uh, mom, mom, mom. <laughs> what are you doing? No. No. Morning, Helen. I don't think she's up. Morning, Helen. No, she put on a great spread across the weekend. I so. saw that on the socials. And you know what was so crippling about that? Did you that? see it? Did I send it to you? It was on someone's... I think it was on your sister's socials. Probably. Or was it yours? Anyway... I saw it and I just made my amazing grazing platter and then I saw Helen's and I was like, oh. Yeah. And you know what? We couldn't even get to the lasagna on Saturday night. <sighs> now that is tragic. We had it last night instead. Oh, good call. It was great. So it was probably the ghost, of the, well, not the ghost, it was the lasagna saying, guys, you've forgotten about me. <laughs> hey, look, I don't know how early is too early, but people are already putting up Christmas decorations. Look, I mean, we have this discussion, I think, every year. Yep. And it gets earlier and earlier, but and normally we would say, guys, hold off a little bit longer. Yep. I get it this year. Everyone's just over 2020. Just get us to Christmas already. Just get it over with. In fact, why don't we just have Christmas now? Next week can be New Year's, and then we can just call it a, a year. I'll bring the Tadakan. <laughs> have you ever had a Tadakan before? We bring this up also I every love year. My annual, Disgusting. annual thing to enjoy is a Tadakan. It's turkey, chicken, and... What's the other thing? Duck. That's it. <laughs> Hence the ducking. I was thinking of something else there and I'm glad I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is it's day 300 of 2020. It is officially day 300. We are officially on the 300th day. I feel like the way I'm sort of seeing it at the moment is, you know, in like the last couple of days or last few weeks of a year, yep. you, you're sprinting. It's the home run. This year, all it is is us just lying face down on the ground, just like dragging our way through. Like, I just think the last 65 days, we could just make the most of it. Yeah, Wait, I no, it was a leap year. Isn't it 66? Is it, that's, that's the big oh. question. Is it 65 or 66 days in a leap year? I always... You get an extra day, so it's 66. Mm. Oof. Mm-hmm. God, what does that extra day have in store for us? That's just made it a bit longer, unfortunately. However, as I said... We're in the 44th week of 2020, everybody. There is 52 weeks in a year. So what does that make it? Eight weeks left. Mm -hmm. Eight weeks left and approximately 65 or 66 days. We're still not quite sure. (laughs) But that's still a remarkable achievement. Absolutely. We've got to be really happy with ourselves that we have reached day 300 of 2020. I just love the fact... That on Friday, you couldn't come up with what Chariots of Fire was, and now we've played it three times in two shows. No, we haven't. Yeah, we have. Have we? Yeah. That's okay. It's a great motivational song. Yeah, but you know what, guys? We're on the home run. Yeah, we've got the wind behind us now. We're just going to soar through those last few days. Yeah, that's it. Hopefully. But Christmas decorations. Is it too early? No, not this year. Well, hasn't Sydney had their tree up for like a month now? Probably, but they're Sydney. In their Sydney. shopping centre. They're Sydney. They always do things differently to us. Oh, I just think, let's just get Santa out, get him ready, 
and just have it over with. Speaking of Santa, I'm reliably informed that photos with Santa are going to be a little bit different this year. Well, we discussed this the other week. Mm. We didn't know quite know how they were going to be taken. We had our predictions. Now, I have seen online a little photo circling that suggests that Santa will be socially distant from anybody who wants a photo with him. But are they doing my idea of having reindeers in between? No. Three reindeers apart? No, no, no. Because they should. That's way more fun. Just some Christmassy type decoration in what? between. What? They just got to have a sleigh in between? Pretty much. Is anyone going to be in the sleigh? No. <sighs> There's 1.5 minutes. Everyone gets their long panorama shot with Santa this year. I can say also. It's a long frame. In the photo that I've seen, it doesn't show the family wearing masks. Nor is Santa. Yeah, but if you want a photo, you know, it'd be like one of those quick, like, take the mask off, put it back on. But I would have thought, given this day and age, where we are required to wear masks. Has anyone considered how Santa is going to wear a mask? Have you seen that beard? Like, there isn't a big enough face mask in the world. Yeah, but you could get Mrs. Claus to make one for you. Do you reckon he'd have like a full face mask where the beard goes in and it covers the beard and then the face? Like a sock? That I, would be amazing. I really want to see Santa Claus wearing a mask in all photos that says ho, ho, ho. It'd be fantastic. There you go. Well done, Santa. It's not too early for the record. If you want to start putting up Christmas decorations, I think we could all use some light in our lives. So just Yeah, do it. Why light, not? Light up Bayside, Greater Bayside. Light it up. It's only about 60 days away. On Friday night. Yeah. I was talking to a friend during the week and they were saying during lockdown, they've been watching all the movies and TV shows they used to as a kid and re-watching them because you've got the time, you know. Mm. And so anyway, on Friday, I was like, what am I going to do? And I went across to a certain streaming platform and a franchise of films that I watched in my teen years came up, which I haven't watched in some time. right. I'm talking about Twilight. (laughs) Oh, no, don't. Now. No. When I was, I think I must have been 13, 14 when they first came out, obsessed. Like every young girl, some guys as well, obsessed with it. Were you team Jacob? Were you team Edward? I was both because I'm a smart girl. Can I just say, before you go any further, to me, Twilight is the teenage version of Fifty Shades. Look, I mean, they certainly shoot it that way because that's the thing. I was watching it, right? Very subtle. At the time, I remember being in the cinema when the first one came out and it was me and all my friends and we were 13. We'd just gotten our braces on. We were looking real cute. And anyway, I still remember to this day, Edward Cullen a.k.a. Robert Pattinson, coming into frame for the first time and everyone actually squealed. Like, we were crushing so hard on this guy. Anyway, watching it back, the most cringy experience of my life. I could only watch half of it. It was just so cringeworthy. But at the time, we just thought it was, like, the hottest, coolest thing. And they shoot it with, like, some weird blue filter over the top. So everyone is so pale. And all it is is just a lot of staring and then looking away and then staring again. And it was just, it was a, it was a lot. Mm. There was a lot in that series that I never watched, the Twilight series. Look, I mean, I don't think you're missing out, but it just got me thinking, what are the things that you've watched as a kid and you talked and you would live and die by it? Yep. And then you watch it as an adult and you're just like actually physically cringing because that's what I was doing. I was just properly cringing. I'm really glad you brought this up because it's basically every Disney film. Oh, you can't say that. No, I can. Some of them are very problematic, Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. 
If you rewatch the whole Toy Story series, how so many references that you didn't dare get. you? Yeah, but in a good way though. Yeah. Well, as an adult, you look at them and you're like, <laughs> "How did I not pick this up?" As a that kid? Tom Hanks, am I right? Yeah, Toy Story one, Toy Story two. Well, how's it? Bo Peep and and Woody. <laughs> I know. The- what about Buzz and his wings? That's an incredible joke. Good on you for that. And then what's was it Huggy Bear? What's his name in the third one? Oh, see, the third and the fourth don't exist in my mind. He's a grumpy old man. Relatable. What, do you think that's me? (laughs) Yeah, what's that one's name? Huckster. I think it's Huggy Bear or something like that. Oh, no. Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2 are the only ones in the franchise for me. Anything after that, stop. Have they hit four? They hit four. Yeah, they hit four. I can't talk about it. Four too many. (sighs) The first two were, you know, iconic. After that. No. What else growing up? I feel like Monsters Inc. was a bit borderline too. 2319! We've got a 2319! It hits differently in this year, doesn't it? (laughs) I wasn't even trying to make that connection, but now that you mention it. The only thing from Monsters Inc. that I resonate with is Roz, you know, the slug receptionist that just hates life. That's me. I'm watching you, Mazowski. I'm watching you. Always watching. Oh, Literally me. <laughs> that was just that was brilliant. That stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if you guys watch. Like the only one that really does hold its own is High School Musical. That will never be cringy to me. That is just a livelihood. Welcome to the Himalayas. What? Do you, do you remember that part? No. They, they opened the wrong door in Monsters Inc. Oh, we're and still then, on Monsters Inc. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Did Did you move on from Monsters Inc.? What about the sassy toddler in that? Boo. And she's like, I don't want to be here. I don't care. There's a monster here that's abducted me. I'm fine. Yeah, it's just a very weird plot. I don't remember much of Monsters, Inc., but what I do, I remember loving it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot out there. What about Lilo and Stitch? Is there any <sighs> messages in that? I haven't watched that since I was a kid. That was great, though. Or well, means family. Okay. On family means nobody gets left behind. Oh, forgotten. I actually have to take my headphones off. Why? It's is just, it just too real? Too know. cringy? It's not for you. Okay, fair enough. Stick to David Attenborough. I think we've hit the point where one of the biggest conspiracy theories to come out of recent history has happened. Yeah. And it has something to do with the First Lady of the United States. Yeah, who are you talking about? Melania Trump. In the oh, like past couple of years... There has been some chat that maybe sometimes at her appearances, it may not actually be her. And it typically goes into effect when you see somebody who looks like Melania from a distance yeah, wearing sunglasses, but as she gets closer to you, not that I can speak from personal experience, but when she's closer in frame, doesn't exactly look like her. Mm. And I low-key, because obviously it's a big job being the first lady, is that not the most brilliant thing ever? To have a body double? I'm not saying that it's confirmed, but that's just the talk of the town at the moment. It's just allegedly. We can't say for sure that it is a body double. No. But, like, imagine if, like, I just couldn't be bothered showing up today and I'd cast somebody well, to, to come in. Well, to be fair, earlier in the year there was a few times where you couldn't be bothered showing up. What? You just, you know, did the show from home. Oh. <laughs> a couple of weeks. Oh, I, I think that may have been something to do with the 2319. <laughs> Yes. Can't get out of bed. And you know what's so sad about that? I would continue to do that, but um, my laptop's having a moment. 
He's hoping that a certain store opens up this week so I can get it fixed. A $23. That's just what we're going to refer to it from now on. 2020 wasn't 20, it was 23. No, 2020 is 23.19. Wow, we've really advanced. I know. But, yeah, I just think this whole thing is so interesting and I just want to get to the bottom of it. Like, do you think there's a reporter that's literally assigned to this project? I feel like there's a lot of reporters out there. Yeah, but for this one thing, like to try and figure out whether it's Melania, whether it's not. Because the photos resurfaced, well, surfaced over the weekend, which I would probably argue isn't her. It looks very different to the woman we saw at the debate. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. But I just love to know. And what is the audition process for that like? Well, they'd, they'd have to be a pretty lengthy one. Would it be like, you know, when people are like potential suspects for a crime and they all line up? And they're like, will the real Melania please stand up? Oh, now, now you're just sounding like Eminem. Thank you, I get that a lot. <laughs> Is that who you're going to channel for your Monday Motivate later on? Hey, they don't call me the real Kapow for nothing. <laughs> that should be your social media handle. Ooh. The real Kapow. Can we please make that happen from now on? Please stand up. Uh, no. But don't, because I don't care. That can be your LinkedIn caption. Oh my gosh, please on LinkedIn stand up. that would be fire. Oh my gosh, and I could get the little um, sunglasses and put them on. Oh my gosh. See, I'm going to come into 2021 like a whole different person. It's going to be great. So much on the cards for you next year. Thank you. It's only 67 days away. We worked it out, the 66 days. We did actually have to have an off-air conversation of me explaining to Bianco how when you add an extra day, you add another number. Because we had February 29th this year. Wow, who would have thunk it? We I think that's what's out. triggered this whole thing, the leap year. What's that? The fact that we've got February 29th? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you know anyone that's born on February 29th? No, I, I don't actually. Do you? I know of someone who is, and I think they're about 13 IRL. Really? Like, is in because they've only had 13 birthdays. Oh, oh, so they're an older person. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, but I'm it, amazed that didn't happen to me. If, if anyone was going to be born on Feb 29th, it was going to be me. But if they've had 13 birthdays on the 20th, what would that make them? 13 leap years that they've lived through. Mate, we couldn't even figure out what adding one was before. They must be We're pretty, not doing this. But they must be pretty old. I'll ask had, Siri. Hang on. Can hey, you? Siri. What's 13 by 4? 13 times 4 is 52. 52. So they're 52. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So they're not as old as what I thought. Fair enough. Anyway, hey, it's that time of the show on a Monday morning where I like to do this. Let you know what's going on as far as transport goes because thanks to the Department of Transport, we get an update on all the disruptions. If you need to travel within 25 kilometres of home, there is some works on the Monash Freeway to be mindful of. There's continued works for the new Mordialic Freeway the Dingley Bypass around those areas in Brayside, so be cautious of that. Work still continue on the Frankston line, of course, to remove all those level crossings as it does around Victoria. And that's about it, really. Travel with care, travel with caution. There's a few disruptions around the city with roadworks as well, but nothing that we don't already know about because of the Metro Tunnel. That's basically all you need to look out for. Excellent. Clear roads, clear mind, clear week. Basically, that's the motto we're all about. Yeah. Here at 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. It's Carl McCarthy with you for your Monday morning. Just let it sink in. Let it simmer.
It's eight minutes past eight. Which no, means it's not. It's eight oh seven. It's eight minutes past eight. Somewhere, but not here. Right now. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. It was right on. No, no, you don't say that. Monday motivate time, where we just like to get you through Monday and get you through the week. Yeah, we in the first hour we wake you up. That's Second it. Second hour we, we inspire. We just motivate. We want you to thrive, Bayside. Basically, we know you've got it in you, and we're just setting the tone for a big week. Yes. And I always like to pick somebody who I think is relatively inspiring. Bianco, you kind of do a bit of a mishmash of everybody. And if there's one in particular that I like and it has their name, I put their name to it. Yeah, whereas I pick one person. And I've been inspired over the weekend over a certain somebody hosting SNL, which is Adele, who apparently, low-key, just keeping on the down low, may or may not be releasing a surprise album this week. Really? Mm-hmm. I've be... got it under good authority. Hey, speaking of albums, apparently Paul McCartney's releasing an album too that he's is that right? recorded by himself in ISO. How random is it that they're all just springing albums on us now? I like I'm not it. mad. It could end up being the best year for music. It's like whack-a-mole. You just don't know who's going to pop up with an album next. I wouldn't go that far. We are motivating not whacking moles on a Monday morning. <laughs> anyway, I am going to start with Adele's first quote. Please do. Be brave and fearless to know that even if you do make a wrong decision... You're making it for a good reason. Can you do it in an in an Adele accent, please? Absolutely not, love. That was really poor. <laughs> really, really poor. So I'm glad. Hello from the other side. Wow, you're really having a shock of this hour. <laughs> Hold the vision, trust the process. Is that you're, it? You're welcome. Huh. No matter what you look like, I think the key is to be happy with yourself. And it's even told me the um, show that she was on when she said that. Nice work, 60 minutes. <laughs> we got less than that to go. <laughs> Magic is believing in yourself. If you can make that happen, you can make anything happen. Good call. This one I should probably actually learn from Adele. I have insecurities, of course, but I don't hang out with anyone who points them out to me. Looking at you two. This one is directed specifically at Jack Misson, our trusty producer. When life gives you Monday, dip it in glitter and sparkle all day. Because he always shines. Well, sometimes. All right, I think one more from Adele and that'll do us. Being told how to look is about being a product and I don't want to be a product. I'll leave you with this one. Please do. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Ooh. That's the one I'm going to leave you with on a Monday. I'm glad you did. That was one of your better ones. Thank you. I do try to leave you with a real good one on a Monday. Yeah. That's what we aim to do. Leave you with a good one. Yeah. The rest of it may be average, but we always like to leave at least one good segment. Pretty much. Yeah. And that's our goodie for today. Go forth, Bayside. Achieve. Report back to us on Friday. Have a real motivating week. Yeah. Because we told you to. Anyone yeah. asks why you feel particularly motivated, it's because Carl and Catherine said you're going to be motivated. We are the wind beneath your wings. Well, I wouldn't go as far if as you, to say that. If you did something bad, though, we had nothing to do with it. Nothing at all. Nah. Nah. Memorabilia. Oh. Some would argue I'm a bit of a memorabilia tool. <laughs> When Richmond won their first grand final in a long time, 2017, I was like, right, I need everything. So I had yeah. all the posters. I had 
the Herald Sun poster. I had the first one, the like the the normal one. Yeah. And then I was lucky enough to be gifted with a gold edition of that, which I haven't put around my house yet. Okay. Just kept it in its original thing, so hopefully it's not wrecked. I haven't checked that lately. But I also felt the need to get some memorabilia relating to the jumpers that they wore in the grand final. Is that right? Yeah, I went all out. I was like, right, we won a grand final. I need everything. Yep. Now, another two grand finals later, I'm like... Oh, okay. Wow. Three grand finals in four years. I never thought I'd see one, let alone three. So, I'm most grateful. And I honestly did not know how I was going to feel if we did lose because I really don't like to, f- to face a loss. Yeah, you're one of those people that you don't take loss particularly well. Not well. I don't like losing. I really don't like losing. I'm a winner. Yeah, like, I mean, low-key, Jack and I were quite concerned if Richmond did lose. We just didn't know what the Atmo would have been like for the next couple of weeks. But I'm I'm not trying to bring it up as though it's a really amazing thing, although I think it is. Look, I mean, you're wearing a Richmond scarf at the moment, so you absolutely are. I'm going to keep wearing it for the rest of the year, quite frankly. Look, I mean, you took it with you to Europe, so we already established that. I did that for a reason. <laughs> Just a little bit of background information. Okay, we don't need it. You 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 tell you, you bring it up how I took a Richmond scarf to Europe, and I did it for one reason. My driver that took us to the airport, because of course we usually hire a car, like a driver to drive us to the airport. Oh, driver! Driver, please get me to the airport. I need to get to Europe quick, pronto. That was me 12 months ago. No, anyway, we hire a a driver and they drive us to the airport. And on this occasion, the driver happened to be a diehard Richmond supporter. Like, we didn't know this. It was the first time he drove us to the airport. Anyway, he's talking to us and he's like, oh, yeah, I am a mad Richmond supporter. I even have a social media page that's specifically Richmond, everything Richmond. And it's called Richmond Scarves Around the World. Hang on a second. This is the most invalid argument I've ever heard because... If your driver is driving you to the airport, yeah. you've already packed. Yeah. You've heard this story after you've packed your Richmond scarf. No, we hadn't. We didn't take one with us. So oh. we actually, believe it or not, purchased this Richmond scarf this at the airport. Okay. They have an AFL memorabilia section at the airport, and we purchased the scarf there just so we could take photos in front of iconic landmarks in Italy with a Richmond scarf. I'm amazed that got through customs. Offensive <laughs> material. Anyway, yeah, you were saying. But I want to know what kind of memorabilia you just have to have in your life. Like, are you a memorabilia tool? Yeah. Do you just, if somebody walks into your house, do you look and be like, <laughs> you're one of those people? I don't think I have been into a house ever where there's a young guy concerned, where there isn't at least something signed from the AFL and it's on the wall for everybody to see. Yeah. Um, For me personally, I don't. However, actually, no, recently, remember where I had my childhood favourite show? I got a cast and crew jacket and it smelt a little bit questionable. What? I got that. From Twilight? Not from Twilight. From a certain show, which I can't talk about because um, smells a little bit um, risque. Oh, High School Musical. No. I don't. I can't remember what show. Doesn't it matter. Was. Anyway, so that's probably the closest I've gotten. But I've got a question going back to the whole Richmond thing for a second. Do we Are have you to? getting memorabilia from this grand final? Well, I'm really glad you asked. I actually, I gave in. It was about two o'clock in the morning, and I had something pop up on social media and it said, "Buy your limited edition Richmond watch now." Because, of course, what? I am a watch collector. And when the opportunity <laughs> arose, I'm not going to say no. 
Jack, it's finally happened. We have to call the authorities. He's lost it. I haven't lost it, okay? I love watches. And when I see a good one, it it just... What? Does it have a thing when September comes around, an alert saying, whoop, time to win another premiership? Pretty much. Time to crush everybody else's hopes and dreams. Another year. That's it. That's it. And I, the other thing that I, is a bit of a conspiracy that I've noticed is not only have I worn the same thing on grand final day, the last three grand finals, which would have made, but every year I wear a different watch. I know it's creepy. It is freaky, but I've worn a different watch every grand final right. day. Just it's to creepy add- and it's freaky. But doesn't that go against your whole argument from the first hour where you said that everything had to be like aligned with the last win? Which is Wouldn't exactly Wouldn't you wear the why, same watch? No, it's exactly why I wear a different watch because I repeat my pattern. Are you so- like one of those old people, you know when you go to the library and then there's an old person's initialed in the books that they've read so they don't read them again? Is that you with watches? You write on the bottom of them, worn this, no, I 2019. Just, I just simply don't read. I want to know, Bayside, 0404000736, when have you accidentally sent the wrong, like, sent a message to absolutely the wrong person? It now, happens a lot. A girl in the States has blown up on TikTok this week <laughs> because she's had a fun night out on the town mm. and it's gone a little bit wayward where she has met a guy yeah. and is interested in pursuing some fun with this guy. Oh, no. And because she's had, she's very well hydrated, let's just put it that way. And she's texted what she thought was her friends to say, hey guys, like it's on. And what's happened upon reflection is she's woken up the next day, having had said fun, checked her phone, (laughs) checked her phone and realised she's sent it to her family group chat instead. Now, the best part of this story is because she has no recollection of this whatsoever, is she's obviously been aware afterwards that she sent it to her family group chat, felt bad about it. So she asked her parents if it was okay for her to pursue said fun. So, like, and I'm talking, it's not just the immediate family group chat, it's like the extended family. So it's like her auntie, her grandma's weighing in on it. It's the most incredible thing. So I've Nick, ever seen in my entire Nick, life. Next minute, all of a sudden, it's just going. <laughs> <gasps> oh, mum! Oh, Auntie Anne! Uncle John! Auntie M! Auntie M! Cousin Jeff! Second cousin Frank! Aunt Petunia! Now, you can imagine that this girl's father obviously won the group chat with the content that he brought because he was quite concerned. But it's just, it has to be one of the best moments in this situation where you accidentally send it to the wrong person. (laughs) But it made me reflect on times where I've done the, like, I've also sent things to the wrong person. Remember the days when you used to, like, send a screenshot of a conversation you were having with someone, but then accidentally send it to the person that you're actually talking to? Yep. That's horrible. I've done that many times. Yeah, the amount of times you send an SMS and you send it to the wrong person, or even with Messenger, or... Even social media messaging platforms, because there's a lot out there these days. It's not hard. But the thing is now, like, I don't know whether it makes it easier or worse, because a lot of these social media sites give you the option to unsend something. So if you actually do that, you can unsend it. 
But at the same time, though, the person that you're unsending a message to gets a notification saying someone's unsent something. I know. Like, during the week, I'm not kidding, my phone was just lighting up because I don't know who it was, my money's on Producer Jack, was sending me something, then unsent it. Jack does it so Then had another crack at it. And I was just like, what's going on? But it makes it even more obvious. Mm. But yeah, unfortunately for this girl, she didn't unsend her message. And I think she will be riding this wave for quite some time. It's quite funny, though, because it just highlighted the fact that all of her extended family was sending messages. But when it comes to grandparents, your phone actually starts ringing. And it was a little awkward when her ringtone went off like this. And then it just stops like that. Nan, pa, stop calling Nan. Why? It sounds like somebody we used to know. There's something doing the rounds at the moment, which is fairly, well, controversial. I just want to play you a little snippet. People who say that they can conquer fear are liars. You can't conquer fear, but what you can do is harness it. So you can harness fear, and you know what program I'm talking about? Yes, is SAS. Australia. The intense music. Can I just say, ratings juggernaut. This show, I think everyone, I never watch shows like this. It's not my thing at all. However, I thought I would give it a go. I'm now in a group chat in regards to SAS, and it's just so unlike anything you've ever seen on TV before. But obviously, it has been bringing up a lot of dialogue, Bianco. For the record, the people that have been partaking in this controversial program that is airing on our television screens right now, Ali from The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. Bachelor, all those franchises, Arabella Del Buso, who has a model and has been in the headlines for various different reasons, Candace Warner. Now, one thing I didn't realise, not only is Candace Warner the wife of David Warner, mm-hmm. great Australian cricketer, but she was an Iron Woman. Correct. I, that's the one thing I didn't know about Candace Warner, so yeah. good on her. Eden Daly, who was from Love one of those Island. programs. Erin McNaught. Yeah, remember Miss Universe, and she was on Neighbours. Mm, I think she sang for a bit too. Firas Durrani, the actor. Underbelly. Of course, he was on that. Yeah, where am I up to? Oh yeah, that's for us. Jackson Warne, of course, Bayside Zone. Which is interesting, he only eats 10 foods. In his whole life, he's only eaten 10 foods. Yeah, I thought you said tin. <laughs> no. It was very tinnish there. That would be bad. <laughs> I just channeled my inner kiwi for 2.2 2 seconds. <laughs> that's actually what it sounded like. I thought you were saying 10, as in tin foods. Tin. James, I apologise. James Magnuson, the swimmer, Merrick Watts, the radio personality, media personality, Mitchell Johnson, cricketer, Molly Taylor, apparently a rally driver. Of course, the Badger. The Badger is oh, back. Going out there like a bloody... Uh, Smoking a water. He comes out with He's all these... He's taking no prisoners, the Badger. These great things. Sabrina Frederick, who of course is Richmond's own, and this was really interesting when this came up because she got in like fisticuffs with the Honey Badger. You can tell that you um, have been in a lot of fights in your life. <laughs> going to fisticuffs. I'm, I'm a lover, not a fighter, okay? <laughs> I've made that quite clear from day one on this show. Yeah, clearly. And, of course, who could forget Chappelle Corby. Chappelle Corby. And a couple of other people. And the thing with this show is I found out that 
they've shot it. I think it was six months ago, but obviously pre-production started a year ago for something this big. And when it was confirmed that the show was going ahead and they were starting to try and figure out what sort of celebrities they wanted on the show, apparently in the press packet that they got given, yeah. there was like a video on what sort of stuff they'd be going through. And it was like F45 boot camp. So they were like, yeah, you're going to have to do star jumps. You're going to have to do a little bit of commando crawling and some push-ups. That's it. So can you imagine, and now I know why the dropout rate's so high on this show, when that's been pitched to you and then it's something completely different? Oh, look, I personally, I would never engage in any of that. It's not my thing. Can we just talk, the first challenge was literally that they were had a bag over their head, got turned around, they're like, go on then. There was a chopper above water and they had to fall free fall backwards out of the chopper. No, thank you. Yeah, that's pretty confronting. Oh. I give everybody credit for going on that show that, you know, have even done a part of it. Because we're talking about what special agents go through, like, oh, it just sends shivers down it's my spine. It's wild. It is actually wild. I honestly, I don't think I could do it. I couldn't. So, well done to you people that have taken mm-hmm. part in it. And even more importantly, well done to those people that actually do it for a living. Oh, 100%. Because there's no way I could do that. Can I just say, I appreciate most about this show is the interrogation scenes. I haven't seen that much hard-hitting journalism in some time. That's the way to get people to talk. It certainly is. But I'd just love to know, over the years, controversial television that you've watched, this is particularly controversial given what people are asked to do. Yeah. Obviously for like, you know, team bonding and whatnot and making you feel like a stronger person, but there's been a lot of shows out there that you watch and you kind of think to yourself, are they drawing the line a little bit? Yeah, the the one that I probably think of most is remember the first few seasons of Big Brother when there were all those scandals that sort of came out of that? Turkey slapping. Turkey slapping. <sighs> That's probably what would stick out in my mind. But yeah, this is just something so different. And I think it's really refreshing considering that so much of our reality television is drawn around love or very similar themes, whereas this is just so scary. It's like one of those things you just can't look away. There's just so much happening. (laughs) Imagine us trying to take part in something like that. Oh my gosh. I just, I don't think we I reckon we'd send Jack on our behalf. (laughs) Cadet (laughs) Misson. Get on the floor, Misson. Get on the floor. Push yeah, Jack, ups. Jack's probably equipped for it, considering the way we treat him. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. He's like, oh, you want me to commando crawl 400 metres across the beach? You should have seen the time that I brought coffees at room temperature. <laughs> I'd love to know, though, 0404 736 most controversial... Con- controversial? <laughs> controversial. Con- I've, I've channeled my inner Kiwi then as well, what I've tried to say. Controversial television program that you've ever watched over the years. Love to know which one you reckon's up there. <laughs> Let us know on Monday morning. It's Carl and Catherine with you. When have you been under immense pressure? It could be at work. It could just be in life in general. Because as tennis coach, Bianco... Oh, I thought you were asking me the question. Well, I'll, you could answer now. I'll, you could answer later. I would have said know. 6.55 on a Monday morning and 3.55 on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. I was going to say the weekend, but you know. Okay, then. The game. Um, anyway, a tennis coach has found herself in a similar situation because she took on a new student 
last week. Is Jack Mason, and it's fair to say it's tough work. For those He's just recognised as a tennis player. Jack Mason is our producer. For those who have just joined us for the first time, we refer to him a fair bit during the program. We do. And it's just quite frankly because he uh, has a reputation for finding himself in sticky situations a lot. He does, yes. But unfortunately, it wasn't Jack that this um, coach was coaching. Disappointed. It was three-year-old Olympia. 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 That's such a athletic name. Well, that's exactly it. So this coach has said, don't worry, guys. I'll take Olympia's private. I'll teach her technique. It's going to be great. Three years old to start tennis. That's impressive in itself, right? So impressive. Anyway, so she's gotten to the court. She's ready to meet Olympia. Olympia shows up with her mum. Unfortunately for the tennis coach, Olympia's mother is Serena Williams. So, I was going to play this because her name was Olympia, so therefore she should be an Olympian. But it turns out she doesn't really need it because she's the daughter of Serena Williams. So, could you imagine with your job being to teach a kid how to play tennis that your student is Grand Slam superstar Serena Williams? Imagine that. You're a tennis coach, like an amateur tennis coach, and then all of a sudden you get the child prodigy of... A tennis legend. And the thing is true, like, Serena filmed herself in this. She's like, guys, because apparently this kid just sits and watches her mum's reels, like, all day. So she's got an interest in tennis. And her initials are AO, remember? Australian tried to claim that because she was pregnant when she won the Australian Open that time. Yeah. And anyway, so Serena ended up having to leave the tennis class because, can you imagine? Forehand, backhand, forehand, backhand. Splice! It would be like dance mums on steroids, having Serena Williams watch her daughter learn how to play tennis. I just thought that was incredible. It is pretty incredible. What's even more incredible is the fact that she actually got her daughter practicing tennis through Wii Sport at the age of one. <laughs> so for the for the following two years, she slowly progressed to yeah. the court. But that it's really oh. massive build up to get the skills that she's already got young Olympia. That story just I love it so much because it takes me back to when I did dancing and when I used to have to take a class or two for um the old the younger kids, I used to have to look after them. Mm-hmm. And we had glass jaws in our studio. And so I've never been under more pressure in my life because the thing is, particularly working with toddlers, the littlest things set them off. Like for instance, a kid, I could give them a sticker. The yeah. sticker will fall off their hand and they will scream the house down. And all the parents, because the, the glass doors could watch you, and you'd just always be looking at them being like, is everyone happy out there? Like, you know, are we cool? Dance studios are a very different place, though. They are. A bit like a squash centre. Like, you can see through big glasses. Yeah. But so I can only imagine what this poor coach was going through. Because you would look up, obviously, to make sure that the parent was happy with how you were teaching their kid. But then the fact that the parent absolutely knows way more than you do. Ugh, I Can know. I just say, for the record, Olympia is going to be a star. And the reason I know that is because she can already face her mother's forehand and backhand. So when you can do that at the age of three, that is impressive. <laughs> she will be an Olympian someday. Oh, I tell you what, crazy. <laughs> Good luck to that coach is all I'm going to say. Pretty much. Before we wrap up, yes, we need to talk about what we've learned today. Well, what have you learned today? Um, well, I've learned that Victoria is just the best state ever, obviously, but I already knew that. Um, I've learned that um, Monsters, Inc. is a self-fulfilling prophecy, apparently. I've learned you have a fetish for Twilight. What? And, well, that's 
It's, it's probably not something you should bring up on the air, but you have. I don't think so. Um, what else have I learned today? I'm trying to think. I've oh, I've learned that I think you'll be wearing that Richmond scarf for another 12 months. I will be, quite frankly, because we are the reigning premiers for the last two years. Yeah, I've learned that you've got a Richmond watch because that's cool. I've learned that you don't really have any memorabilia that you, you know, no. really love. Only Carl and Catherine memorabilia. Which isn't a thing, unfortunately. No. <laughs> It's not a thing and it never will be a thing. No. I don't think anyone will be having um Carl and Catherine little trading cards or anything anytime soon. And if they do, they'd want Jack's. Oh, really? Mm. That's... Limited edition. Goodbye, you. Anyway, Bayside. Who cares about Carl and Catherine anyway? It's all about Jack who doesn't get any airtime. Anyway, coming up... Spe- <laughs> we axed his segment for a reason because people it. actually like that. Coming up after nine o'clock, of course, one of my favourite things to listen to right after we get off air is a newsman and his music with Colin Tyrus. Massive program. We're going to hear the latest from Spring Street on the back of that great news from Andrew Lund, uh, one of the best state political reporters in Victoria. And of course, we've got Sandy Kay coming out with this week's entertainment, Historic John. I wonder what he's going to bring this week. Comes out of the dungeon. Out of the dungeon. Always has a lot on offer. He high-fives Jack on the way out. He does. He does. They're good good friends, those two. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Heckle and Jekyll. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And Paul Gattel, of course, will join Colin for the latest in finance. So, don't miss a newsman and his music coming up from... 9am, right after the 9 o'clock news. Good work. I had a moment there. I was hey, like, when's he coming up again? Before we wrap up, Bianco, how many days are there in a leap year? That's a very good question. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's work this out. What happened? We had the 29th of February this year. So that must mean, Kapow, that I reckon we've got another 66 days left. How does that sound to you? Catherine and Einstein here for your Monday morning. <laughs> and we'll be back same time on Friday where Catherine will become Einstein and I'll become Catherine. <laughs> you lucky thing. I know, right? Have a great week, Bayside. We'll One see might you Friday. say that I am the luckiest man in the world right now. If I had a dollar for every time someone said that in regards to my presence, I wouldn't be here. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.